0: Lord, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Speak to us today. Let your name be glorified. Jesus, mighty name we pray. Amen. We are still on our series, The Oil of Deliverance. And we thank God for the testimony from last week, Deliverance Service. Please, all those people that are texting, I will want you to come out and testify. And I pray that God will help you as you do that in the name of Jesus. And that testimony will be more than before. So please, I want to encourage you. I've heard a lot of things that God has done. Somebody told me that God opened a new chapter in our life. We thank the Lord. Can somebody shout hallelujah for last week's deliverance? Oh, that hallelujah is no good now. Can you shout a proper word? Yeah. Praise the name of the Lord. But today I want you to listen to what I call how to maintain your oil of deliverance. How to what? Maintain your oil of deliverance. I I thank God for Dr. Diki Lukoya for the grace that God gave him the grace of deliverance. Setting up prayer city. Growing up, seeing that place, I've seen a lot of testimonies from prayer city. as Prayer city in Nigeria. A lot of things. Psychiatric deliverance, deliverance from cancer, a lot of things. So I grew up seeing people having problems. When you have problems, spiritual problem in Lagos, they tell you, go to And the funny thing about that is I see a lot of people going there all the time. They testify. And after some months, they find themselves there again. But I have a testimony about myself that I went for deliverance. I love deliverance. But I went for deliverance once. And after that time, my life has not remained the same. And what was the secret is how to sustain that deliverance. A lot of people don't know how to sustain the deliverance. A lot of people wonder, and they actually say, are we saying that God was not able to deliver? Yes, he delivered, just like the Israelites. You discover that any time they have problem, God showed up to deliver them. But most times, they use their hands to go back into that problem. They lack out what? sustain their deliverance the lord will empower you to sustain your own deliverance in the name of jesus that's why as a pastor i i don't rush people straight into the deliverance because i have read the bible i discovered that if you cast out a demon from someone and the person goes back to their sin the demons will come back and when they come back they are going to come back in what sevenfold So when people come and say, Pastor, I have this problem. Lay hands. I I will not lay hands until I've seen that you have accepted Christ. I've seen that there is a change in your life. Or else you find yourself moving in and out of pastor's offices. And some of us are abused there because they discover that you don't know anything. So it's very good for us to know how to pray deliverance prayer. It's very good for us to learn how to sustain that deliverance how to maintain that deliverance. A lot of people, it's better you don't come to God if you know that you are still going to go somewhere else. There are people looking at me right now. As they come, they are here in church. In the weekday, they send something from Nigeria, DHL, and they are supposed to bait with it seven days. You still use it. You just, uh, <laughs> Demons will just be moving in and out of you. No wonder you don't understand what is going on. Then you ask God. Is God not there? God is there. But you have to learn how to maintain these deliverance. Someone came, I listened to a man of God, came preach one Sunday and there is one illustration he made that I can never forget. He made this illustration that some people are coming out from the village of bondage rejoicing that they are coming out. And as they are coming out some people are moving gladly, relocating into that same world village. He said that is the state of the current Christian that we have. A lot of people are moving in and out. I decree that you will not move into captivity in the name of Jesus. So when the Lord told me about sustaining that oil on our head, because we still have this month, we still have a lot of prayers, deliverance prayers to do. But before we start doing that prayer, I want to teach you how to make sure that you don't end up in captivity again. Captivity is something that has limited a lot of Christians. Captivity is something that has stopped a lot of Christians from fulfilling their destiny. And when we talk about captivity, a lot of people, your mind goes to dark powers. and all that. Some, some of us, the captivity that you might have is the captivity of food. Like some people, their problem have always been food. They have poisoned you over and over. Why are they using poison all the time? They know that's your weakness. It's a captivity. And if you want to be great in life, you don't watch what you eat, then greatness can turn to something else in your life. I'm praying for you again. Every cause that wants you to be moving in and out of captivity. I order that that to be broken today in the name of Jesus. So it's good for us to educate you after we have done so serious prayers, deep prayers like we did last week. It's good to educate you how to sustain it. How to maintain that oil of the universe. And the Lord gave me just one key. How do you maintain it? It's by attaining spiritual maturity. It's by what? Attaining spiritual maturity. Let's quickly look at what the Bible says in the book of Hebrews 6. We read Hebrew today. Hebrews 6, from 1 to 4. Hebrews 6, 1 to 4. He said, Therefore, leaving the principle of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on, on to what? Perfection. He said, We should leave the priming level. We should move towards what? Perfection. Developing our spirit man. He said, All those welcome is over. The welcome. I come to church. Come to church. Now you have been in church. You need to grow in church. So that's what Paul was saying there. He said, let's what leave those little, little things. Little, little things that people have to remind you before you come to church. Little, little things of not, oh, I can't afford to come late to church. Those are little, little things. He said, let's drop all those stuffs. The principle of the doctrine of life. Let us go on on to what? Perfection. Let's change our level. That's what the Lord is giving us today. That it's time to what to move ahead. You want to sustain your deliverance. You want to make sure that your household is safe, that demons cannot be coming in and out and be operating easily. Then we need to go on on towards perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. You know, that foundation of, what? Uh, don't sin, don't do this, don't do that. Oh, have faith in God. You know, I discovered that a lot of people come to church, but they don't have faith. And I, to- I taught you here, I said, faith is the what? It's the currency of the what? The spiritual. Word. If you don't have faith, you cannot receive from God. Of the doctrine of baptism and of laying of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment and this we will do if god permit for it is possible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of what the holy ghost and it went on and on i don't want to go on we read that already but what do i want to draw out the lord wants us to move into spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity is the cry that the Lord asked for us today. He said, let them move into maturity and those dreams will stop. There are some dreams that some of us have. When will this type of dream stop? Then you need to move. Some people say, "Ah, I'm better than. This is not the time to compare yourself to others. A lot of us, we are supposed to take step, 50 steps, we have just taken 10 and we are so happy in that place. Why? Because you surround yourself with people that are not growing if you are here and all your friends they are just down the ladder, you will you see yourself as a, a very spiritual person, but really, according to God's timetable, you are not growing. Let's look at what Hebrew five let's just turn back to Hebrew 5 verse twelve. Let's see what is there. He said, "For when for the time you ought to be what teachers, ye have need that won't teach you again, which is the first principle of the oracle of God, and are becoming such as have need of milk, and not of what? Strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a what? A babe. Somebody say babe. And you see that the Bible is so modern. So it knows that you are what? A babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who, by reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. What is the Bible saying? That it's calling us on to what? Maturity. A state. He said we should forget those stages where some of us now, with the level of time we have spent in the church, by now you should be helping building others. But yet, we are still building you. Some of us, with the numbers, some people will come here and say, ah, I've been in this church oh, for this long. You wonder, but when you look at their life, you don't see any mark of the church. That's what the Bible is talking about here today. It said for us to sustain our deliverance, for us to be able to maintain our deliverance, there's a key. That key is called spiritual maturity. Moving up. Anytime you get to a level in the spiritual realm that you are satisfied with where you are, then you have started what? To decay. I know a lot of people, as I'm talking, and say, Yeah, Pastor, speak. You're talking to them. me. You're not there. You're not there. I am not there. If the shadows of Peter can be healing the sick. So you see that somebody like us, we have just started work. So if you are looking at yourself and you ah, are... I am there. I have that knowledge. I can take care of myself. Some people say, ah, I know everything. I know the in and out of the Bible. When I see people say that, I'm so... Because I don't know. Because I discovered that you read Psalm 91 and there are more secrets there. being unfolded. Every time you read through there, there is one secret there. And somebody is saying, I know the Bible in and out. Ah! Such people are not matured. Because, do you understand what I'm saying? Ordinary Psalm 24... 23, you open it, you know what you have read from young age, and God is opening your eyes to something new. And yet somebody is saying, I know everything. So if you have gotten to that stage that you looked at yourself and say, You look around because of the way you think you have, or because your speaking in tongues is sounding like Japanese one, and others are still using the Chinese one. your so own has depth, and you believe you are there. So, Pastor is not talking to me. No, I'm talking to you. I'm telling you that you need to change your level. You need to move higher for you to sustain. Some of us have been asking, when will this attack stop? It's when you attain what? Spiritual maturity. I used to tell people that come from cancer. when they say, I say, not this attack, I've been through it again. say, ah, Pastor, how? Because once upon a time, I was not spiritually mature. So, when I come to church like this, I scream. Father, at home, they are waiting for me. They kick me. The one that I normally experience is after a lot of prayer like that, shouting on the devil. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was in my church, I would sleep on my bed. And something would just come, hold me on the bed. Some people understand what I'm saying. They are smiling somehow. Just hold me on the bed. And I want to say, gee, gee, gee. Why are you laughing? It's happening. I want to say <coughs> then the thing will leave. me. I say, Jesus, you yeah, have finished the work. <laughs> then I start all over again. My shatter, my yeah, yeah, there I will go meet my my seniors. Then they, ah, what's going on? What's it? Ah, he said they have come to empty you. You start <laughs> fasting. Until I got to that level of what? maturity. When I got, when I attained that level, I knew before attack become. I'm not saying that I'm not being attacked. Did you attack me? I've seen attacks, different type of attack. I remember the one I shared long time ago. That was back home in Nigeria. I was Mondays. I don't go anywhere. I'm at home. The whole house was covered. There was nothing. The hasty was on. I was, and I said, "Oh, let me go have my bath." I was there. By evening, let me go out. Let me have my bath. I was there the, uh, having a shower, and the Holy Spirit said, Move out. Something is about to happen. I said, I've not finished, move out. Maybe I moved out of the bathroom. I wanted to close the door of the bathroom, step into my room. I just had a bird just landed where I left. Life. I'm not dreaming. Life. A bird just landed there. The bird would have landed on my head. But I had that word, move out of here, Something was up. So immediately I saw the bird. I closed the bathroom door. I looked around. I couldn't find cutlass. My house was so safe, there was no cutlass. Ha! So I dressed up because I know there was battle. I saw mop. Mop and that thing we used to roll fufu. Uh-huh. And I went there with warrior. And I locked the door. I stayed there with the bed. The bed was like this. I said, ah. I killed the bird. When I saw the body it was, you know, different colors. What made me to be able to close the door? I didn't make a phone call. I didn't call my wife. I didn't tell anybody. It was because I've attained what? Spiritual maturity. What will you do if that happens? people will move to Pastor David's house. Say, At this level that they are coming, me, i not be a bathroom. Pastor, can you please, please, I will pay. That, but I was able, I'm telling you true life story. I was able to close the door, go there with my weapon. You know, you need, something, you need some physical weapon. You understand? I went with my weapon. I didn't get cutlass. Cutlass would have been faster. So I just went there, broke the head. But I saw the thing. Long mount, different colors. The color of rainbow was, I've not seen that type of bird before. Landed. I was able to handle it because I have what? Some people, that would have landed you. If you are in America, that happened to you, we have to send you to, to prayer city in Nigeria because you will be seeing a lot of things. And that was it. And I thank God I came out of it. So that's why I'm telling you right now that you can get to that level where the devil will be afraid to come to your home. You can get to that level when they come to press you down. So, those of you that are still in the level of pressing down, G, 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 G. The reason why they are coming in like that. I said, Some people will now rise how After all those prayers, that means those prayers were what? Effective. They came to check out where the fire co- came from. And they met what? A babe. Just like the Bible called you. A babe. They say, eh? eh? You are the one playing with double barrel You are the one. Play with bazooka, baby, I said, we will show you. So that's what happens. So some of you that have been asking, why do they attack me after long prayers? After I've prayed? It's because you are what? A what? Hey, babe. You must attain what is called spiritual what? Maturity. It's different from you. When you attain spiritual maturity, nobody will tell you before you come to church. You will come to church even days that the door is not open when you attain it because you want to do more for God. Then let's quickly run you to what is spiritual maturity? Number one. Spiritual maturity is the stage you get to and you are ready to go extra mile with God. You are ready to what? Go extra mile with God. With everything you have. Just like what I was telling the mothers on Sunday. I said, if you are in a house where God is not being mentioned, the Bible is not being mentioned, definitely God is not in that home. But when you get to a level, you are ready to go extra mile. Everything around you is centered around God. When people talk with you, when non-believers talk to you, they are sick of the fact that you are always mentioning what? God. That is when you have gone next summer. Who went next to man with God? Enoch. They said he walked with God. How many of us have started walking with God? Someone will say, how do I walk? Is it evening walk or morning? You can't start from your early morning. A lot, of, a lot of us, we wake up early in the morning. You wake up with terrible, demonic music. worldly music. You have started the day with the devil. Because if you know what those musicians do before all those beats are accepted, you'll be shocked. The words might not even mean anything, but you don't know what the author went through to get popularity. Oh, somebody say, ah, thank God, I listen to American music. Uh, Thank God you have learned about what they do here too, the sacrifice souls, lots of souls. So all those shooting, you see, it's oh, mad. It's not mad. Some people sucking blood there. And some people that have marked that area, that area, we want to suck blood. And you put that to wake up and say, oh, that's so nice, so rich. Yes, it's rich. It's nice. But it will not edify you. But when you wake up and start your day with God, waking up, let's start from the baby, baby level giving God 15 minutes a day. Some of us cannot even afford it in the morning. You are so in a hurry. Oh, the first thing, where will I get my breakfast from? Then you are what? A hey babe, you can not go extra mile with God. The day I was trying to tell someone, I said, you know you can be in the presence of the Lord for four hours. Someone said, Pastor, what will I be saying? It's possible. It's an extra mile you can get to with God. Four hours. I'm telling you one thing that you will find. The first thing you will know that you have met the Lord. After that four hours there is this gladness in your heart. There is something that shows in your heart that is ah, so sweet. I, I don't know how to describe it. You just have to experience it. Spend that amount of time with God. See this day I want to spend with I want to study the Bible. I want to praise the Lord. I want to pray unto the Lord. Aha! You have started taking extra back. You make your mind and said yes. One of the essential commodity in America is time. But I'm going to spend time, look for time to serve the Lord. A lot of us came in here today. There are some people that they have they have been here since yesterday cleaning up where you are going to sit. Those are the people that have gone what extra mile with God. You are coming yesterday there are some people that last night they are here praying that when you come here you open your mouth, God should Fill it with testimonies. They are going extra mile with God. Are you ready to go an extra mile with God? Some of us think, okay, I'm doing something. You know you can do more than that. You can do more than that. Some people say, oh, I don't have time. You have money. Can you use your money to serve the Lord? You understand? Sometimes you can use, there is, there is something you have to know about. It's very expensive. Very, very expensive. Anything you want to do for the gospel is so, so expensive. The people that have worked in the church before, you understand what I'm saying. They are saying you know, I want to go extra money. Can you use your money to really send? They say, yes, this is for mission. This is for this. And the Lord will see that level of spiritual maturity. What's spiritual maturity? It's when you are determined to battle the flesh. What is the flesh? That is that thing that makes you do everything that God eats. Everything that you know God eats, you are doing it. Then the flesh is in charge. Mr. Flesh has nothing to do with heaven. So that is what tells you when you are trying to talk. Somebody is talking about heaven. Do you know there is heaven? There is hell. Flesh will tell you, don't mind them. They are fanatics. They don't have work. That's why they are saying that. That's the flesh because the flesh knows that his mission terminates where on earth. So when somebody dies and we all go to the cemetery to do that, we are burying the flesh. The real person, the spirit has gone where? Either to heaven or to what? Hell. So if you can battle that thing that pushes you against God, then you, have attained, you are attaining spiritual maturity. A lot of people, anytime things like this is done, what you do is self-justification. Say, I think I'm better than this person. At least I'm better than... I'm trying, I'm trying. But the real thing you have to do, you have to be aggressive with your flesh. And say, anything that will pitch me against my God, I'm getting rid of it. That is when you are ready to deal with the flesh. It's the flesh that is responsible for pride. Pride that will make nobody. You don't regard anybody. You don't see anybody as anything. You enter a place. You can't even say hello. Somebody is even saying hello. You're looking down on the person. I told you one Wednesday evening, I was at the door, opening door for people to come in. And one lady just walked and said, how are you? Welcome. She just looked me up, sized me up, and just moved in. Unfortunately for her, I was the one preaching. So as I was preaching, I was releasing fire into her face. She was looking, Put it in her face. Put it in her face. Put it in. Because she looked at me like that because she thought I was the what? The Horsha. So you never expected a pastor to be at the door. It's the flesh. The flesh. The flesh. Can you deal with the flesh? That thing that makes you to masturbate. And you wonder. Ah, at least I'm trying. I'm trying. I masturbate. I'm just helping myself. Heaven help you. No, you are not helping yourself. You are sucking yourself out spiritually. And I pray that God will help you in the name of Jesus. Someone say, Oh, Pastor, don't worry. I will not go back to my sin. I will not fornicate again, but I will go buy sex toy. You're masturbating is the sin. It's your flesh that you are helping. That will get you to hell. And that will make demons come in and out of you. I pray that the Lord will lay his mighty hands upon you in the name of Jesus. What is spiritual maturity? When you pay attention to your spirit. nurture your spirit. Some of us we can't remember when last we read the Bible. Read the Bible. You know when you're reading the Bible, I thought you're reading the Bible before when I the way they made us read the Bible, I said we are going to have an exam. I didn't know that it was nourishing my spirit, man. It was when I attained spiritual maturity, I knew that the Bible is not because to make the pastor or to make people feel you are spiritual. It's to nourish your spirit, man. The more you read the Bible, the more your spirit stands well in faith. And for those of you that the only part of the Bible you read is the warfare part, where you say, I'll break the cheek of the enemy. Will, that's the only thing. Any other part you don't like it, the one that you like is when God breaks the cheek of the enemy. You break well, after they have broken the cheek. What happens to you? It will not be good. You meet those people you have broken their cheek in the hellfire. They will beat you. There is nobody you can break to. They will beat you because you have broken their teeth and you met in the same and your destination is still the same way. Please. So the Bible, I discovered that the Bible wasn't a punishment, or like other religion that you make. A, no, it's not a punishment. It enriches your what, your spirit. It makes you strong spiritually. That is what makes you so strong that when there is an attack coming, he said, when uh, when the enemy come like a rushing flood, the spirit of the Lord will set up what a standard against them. It's the level of the word of God that you have in you that will that will make the devil look at you and say, let me run. When you face the devil and you start using that word, it is written. When Jesus faced the devil, did he use any magical power? He used what? It is written. What what do you know that is written? You don't know anything? Some of us are going through some hard infirmities. You will start memorizing scriptures on what? On infirmities and start eating it out. I'm telling you, those infirmities will clear out In the name of Jesus. What is spiritual maturity? It's when you get to a level where you divorce culture and embrace kingdom. You know, a lot of us, we have a way of still embracing our culture. "Ah, This is what we do. Where I came from, I cannot. Oh, when you are still holding on to culture, culture comes with curse. That's why you see a particular set of people that behave a certain way. You see that there is a particular problem attached to them. But when you belong to the kingdom, you are delivered from the culture. Then you are redeemed from the curse of the culture. So a lot of people say, "Ah, this is how we do it. Anything that they do in my culture that does not have a biblical standing, I drop it. When you get to that level, that is when you can maintain your oil of deliverance. Your oil of deliverance. Some of us, are, some people are seated w- listening to this word right now. You still give people money to go celebrate idol- idolatry and all this. That's what they do in our family. As long as your money is part of it, you are part of the system. No wonder you cannot maintain deliverance. When I was growing up, there used to be a brother, and anytime we have prayer, program, after the vigil, in the middle of the vigil, after fire, any fire, we just say, hey, masculine, 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 masculine. By the time we interview the brother, any time they are having masculine festival in their village, the brother used to go there. He said, I just like the culture, the heart. It's so beautiful. You understand? It's Uh beautiful. So when this a masculine masculine, i fire. So those of you that still have that art culture, you understand those things. I'm not saying that you should not love art, but any heart that has its roots in idolatry will make you a constant deliverance candidate. So watch it. Are you still embraced to the culture? I say this is what they do hey, when they give back in our family. This is what they do to the child. I know a, I know a place. In Nigeria, that when they give back to a child, they have to look for a stream, throw the child there. But if the child floats, yeah, it's not a bastard. If the child goes there, if you are still doing that, some people might be doing it in their bathroom, put water there, put child there. CPS will catch you. And you say you are doing culture. That's what we do. That's what we do in our culture. And you see a lot of terrible things. Anything that you cannot find the root in the Bible. Be it American culture, you say, oh, it's American culture. You can't find the root in the Bible. Please, keep off. Keep off. That will stop you from your spiritual maturity. How do you attain spiritual maturity? When you make the fruit of the spirit become your priority, you want to move on to perfection. Did somebody tell you that, oh, your hunger is too much? You say, I want to work on it. Someone said, Oh, the way you talk, you talk too much. You Some people, when they say you talk too much, you attack them. Oh! But someone that wants to go, say, I'll work on it. Start praying to God. How many of you have days when you pray to God on your weakness? Say, God, this is in my life. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. What is spiritual maturity? It's when you embrace complete obedience without the bleating of the sheep. That was the problem with Saul. That was his problem. The instruction was go there, destroy everything. There are some people here that God has even told him, don't ever do this again. But you say find yourself doing it. And you have a reason for doing it. You have a reason why you still have to keep those bad friends. You have a reason why you still have to connect with those that are bringing you down. You always have a reason. I say, yes, I want to do it this way. But the Lord says the instruction, destroy them totally. And when the man of God came, he said, I have done everything. And the man said, what about the bleeding of the sheep? Then I said, hey, some people advise me that just like some of us, some advice. Some advice we take some people back into captivity. When you are having the problem, they are not there to advise you. Now that you are out, they are the ones advising you. Oh, do it like this. Do it. You remember in your tradition, this is how they do it. Do they do? Those people were not there when Saul was facing Samuel. And Samuel wanted to move. Say, Prophet, don't go. And the garment store And the word came. That's how the kingdom Your kingdom will be torn to pieces from you. All because of partial what? Disobedience. So some of us, we we say, "Ah, at least I'm obedient. No, the Lord wants complete what? Obedience. Obedience. How do you get into this level right now? Number one you must desire what i'm saying just like nicodemus you know when nicodemus heard about jesus he had to come because he desired it some of us don't desire some of us don't even desire to walk with god a lot of people come to church they don't desire as i'm talking now they say pastor i don't want to become pastor why will i make myself perfect i don't want to be perfect god wants you to be perfect because you see there is a place that is different from here and every man and every woman must prepare for that place they call that place ever a place where you will spend eternity. Yeah, that. There is a place after this earth. So anybody that you see that have died and you go to the say, bye bye. No, is that grave that you have seen. Is just the bone and the flesh that is there. The real person is either in heaven or where him, hell. Yeah. So where will you go when death comes? Ask yourself that. Do you desire to have this walk with God? What I'm saying, you know, if you desire like Nicodemus, he came, he said, he came in the night. I said, yes, everything you have said, I want to be part of it. I want to be part of it. Do you desire it? Number two, you must be testing for it. That, yes, I want to know more of God. I want to. It's it's out of test that make people come to church twice in a week. It's out of test that make people come to church twice in a week. But someone that is not, don't worry, that's Sunday. I'll just mark it. At least God, should understand. No, but when you are testing, you want to know more. You want to study the Bible more. You want to you want to be more enlightened. You want to have a right standing with the Lord. You have to be tested. Number three, set up personal target. Target. Set up. Some of us have not been to Christian bookshop in years. We have to go to Christian bookshop. Go there. Get things that can help you grow spiritually. Get materials. It's not everything that should be fall down and die. That, 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 that. You are doing morning devotion. That, 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 that. That's one part of prayer. You are making a big mistake. Your morning devotion should be a time you commune with God. A time of worship. A time where you allow your spirit to express itself to God. A time where you allow God to pour into you. But when you wake up early morning, eh, that, eh, that, that. I never taught you that. Too. <laughs> I did not. As the fact that there is time for what, warfare prayer. But your morning session should be a time, an outpouring time between you and your God. Between you and your God. So set up a target. When, what, how long do I spend in prayer now? Can I increase it? How long do I spend in the morning? Can I work on it? Just the same way we set targets, some of us we set targets on our weights. I say, Yes, I need to be doing this, I need to be going to the gym. I need to be. Can you set some st- target now on your spirit? Man, I need to start coming to church now. I need to be part of the church. Being part of the church is not just sitting now and waiting for every prayer that comes. You grab, Amen, 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 Amen. You must. There is nothing. Read through the Bible. There is nobody that has received anything from God without sacrificing something. You might have to sacrifice your time for Jesus to get that glory. He had to lay down his life. You have to do that. You have to learn it. Set a goal for yourself. Set a goal that yes, I want to go spiritual. Set a goal that I'm not going to take alcohol again. Alcohol is not meant for anybody that wants to walk with the Lord. So those of you that say, I don't take a lot, but you know you do take. The one that you take that makes your high school so slim, and you're looking at men like trees. But because it's in the family, you, c- you will still get home. You still get home. You know, you know that's the prayer of all alcoholic people. They must get home. You will still get home but you know that that eyes have come that dry. You are looking. Even if you see Pastor Davis, if he says anything, you can slap him. When you are getting to that level, that you sh- your children knows when that high comes. they run into their room. You cannot grow with the Lord. I say, oh, oh, I just do it at home. Anytime those highs dim, the Holy Spirit will take a walk, and the devil comes. I pray God will deliver you. Number four, study the Word of God. I've told you that you need reading the Bible. Some people say I've read it before. Read it again. There is something you will learn. Read it. It strengthens your spirit. It's just like gymming. It's just like carrying weight. Your muscles will begin to come out. Your spiritual mind will begin to come out. Read it again. Read John again. I know you've been reading it since you were uh, three year old. Read it again. There is power in that word. Go back. Remember when we were growing up in the church, we used to have this, this book, Cover to Cover, that thing that makes you read through the Bible one year. I, don't th- I think it's still hard there. Cover to Cover, you read through the Bible. When you're reading the Bible, you're not reading to become a pastor. You're reading to bless your what your spirit, to get matured. And look at the church, some people look at them, although they are tying their head like do all those things. But spiritual maturity is so what? So far. So far from them. They do a lot of things. They stumble. You see, maturity is not there. They are easily offended. If you are easily offended, any slightest is. <laughs> you know, some people, they are experts in doing that. thing. There's a way they do it. It's called. <laughs> yeah. You get offended, you're driving, you get offended, you use the F word, you use everything when you're angry. then you are not mature. According to the Bible, you are what? A babe. Wonderful. The last one, you must be prayerful. Be a prayerful person. Be prayerful. Learn how to pray. If you don't know how to pray, I've told you that we are going to have a group that is is going to help you build up your spirit man. A lot of us, we need that fire to be able to pray. So if you know you are having a problem in praying, you are having a problem, you want your prayer life to come back, please, if you belong to that category, after the service, just wait in front here. Some pastors will come meet you. And book a time out where they will refire you. Holy Ghost fire. Some of us need that refire. Remember how you used to pray that time. All of a sudden, your green card came. And you have changed your prayer line. Now start praying, Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Yeah. once upon a time. (laughs) You use that means that they call push. Pray until something happens. But now you are calm. Nothing is driving you. A lot of people, do you know that even God permits those attacks? Because that is only when you know what to do. When the attack comes. "Eh? Eh? 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 Eh?" What do you need to wait until that happens? You know you can have a relationship with God that the devil we hate to come near you. You can grow up in a relationship with God that witches will not like you. They don't mention your name in the coven. So, is anybody here saying, I have a spiritual battle to fight? Yes. As you are learning to fight it, learn what I'm saying right now. Be matured spiritually. Be matured. Grow. Spend time with the Lord. Spend time. I want that power to come upon you. I remember that day we met here and we, we spoke in tongues for one hour. Yeah. Those are things that will make you know that yes, you are ready. I'm telling you, there's no way you can be speaking in tongues for one hour every day that they will press you down. It cannot happen. It cannot. That's the level when I will say yes. This is my beloved child. When you can get to that level. All oh, this other one, oh, some people. The only time you have with God is to ask, 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 ask. Where did you see in the Bible that is Jehovah ATM? You don't know that He needs a relationship for you to be able to ask. He wants to walk with you. He wants to guide you. That's why the psalmist says, "The Lord is my word, Shepherd. For Him to be your shepherd, and you do not lack. You must be ready to listen to his word. His instruction. When he says go, I go. When he says stop, I stop. Let's rise up on heaven. It's a waste of time. If we make all those cry. And the devil comes in to attack you anyhow. And you have no answer. All because... You are a babe in the spirit realm. I want you to join me right now. To rededicate your life to Christ. And if you are hearing me. You know that yes. You need to rededicate your life to Christ. Or you know you have not given your life to Christ. You want to give your life to Christ. It's time to raise up your right hand right now. Without looking at anybody. But because this might be your last warning. I pray that. That battle called gone so soon will not manifest in your home in the name of Jesus. You know some people have gone so soon because spiritually they are babe. You know the type of home you are coming from. You know what they do in your village. And you are not strong spiritually. If you want to rededicate your life just raise up your right hand right now as we take this song. I have the side to follow Jesus. I have the side to follow Jesus. Oh, yeah, oh, I have the yeah, yeah, to, to follow, follow Jesus. Jesus No turning back I'm no turning back, back. No Let's see that hand back. up I am the shining I am